This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Rack, I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. We're going to be talking about some stuff today. Of course, we're not going to be talking about any new comics because there aren't any yet. Uh, also, this is a show where we normally take the books of the past week, recap them, review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. Unfortunately, uh, this is the last week of no new comics. They're supposed to be coming out on the 20th. Um, I went to a number of reputable websites that had previews and tell you what's coming out. Um, I can't give you any rec recommendations because unfortunately a lot of them are unreliable and um, you know, there you will have a better list than I at this point. So, you know, we'll get back to it next week when we actually have a stable of new books that have come out. We can review them, and then we'll have recommendations for books that are coming out the following week that are more reliably available to us at this point. Um, so, yeah. Hi. Hey. Welcome back to the show, Tiffany. Thanks. Um, boy, you're wearing a Twitch shirt. I wonder why. Uh, I, I kind of just wanted to wear it. It's got a V-neck. Well, sure. I sure. Like, I like the V-neck, but also I am on Twitch. Oh, yeah? Where? A Twitch TV slash comic pop. That's right. That's right. When I think you... it's twitch.tv. It is. Whatever. I don't need that dot. Yeah. You. I'll be switching tomorrow. I'm playing some Batman. Oh. My allergies are out of control right now. So I'm like in a fog. Mm. It's very hazy over here. Yeah. So let's just do this. So this is going to be a good conversation. You think? No. <laughs> <laughs> this show is normally sponsored by viewers like you. If you want to sponsor today's episode, all you got to do is use super chats and ask a question, make a comment. We will weave it in organically into the show, like like Brian Rollins just did. Thanks for all the content and entertainment. Comic Pop Nights was great. It was. If you're not familiar with Comic Pop Nights, Comic Pop Nights. It's a late night stream that I uh, started doing around the start of the pandemic and the social distancing in which, uh, you know, sometime in the evening uh, after people have already either like had dinner or gone to bed, I throw up the, uh, you know, the live uh, show, usually from our home, and then I uh, answer questions and hang out with everybody. Keep it really chill. It's a lot more chill than it is on this show. We're trying to keep the energy up. It's during the day. People are either at work or they're at school or they're doing work or school from home is more likely. But, uh, you know, we're keeping it, keeping it um, hyped. You know, keeping it up, 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 up the uh, energy, you know? Woo! I like that they're called Super Chats because it's a comic book-based show. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, And y'all are superheroes for supporting us, and we are very, very appreciative of it. Thank you yeah. so much. So, um, in lieu of new comics and discussions of new comics, because we did try to bring the show back to its roots uh, a couple of weeks ago by talking about those dollar books that DC was releasing uh, on digital exclusive that yes. were actually just reprints of the Walmart books. Right, and some of them were fun. But some of them were fun. And some and, of them were less fun. And some of them were less fun. The quality was like on kind of all over the place, but the list of creators was impressive. Uh, I was very, I know, personally impressed with the Aquaman book and the Superman book. Mm -hmm. Those were some standouts for me. Uh, and uh, <laughs> you guys couldn't care less, so we just dropped that like a hot potato because that's what we do on the internet. We're reactionary. We take the thing, we try, and then if there's no initial reaction, we just throw Throw it right away and we pretend like it never happened. Burn it in a trash can and keep ourselves warm by yeah, it. Yeah, you see that bridge? It's going down. That's right. We burn bridges, we burn those ideas, and we're fueled by them. We're warm by them. We're insulated by the death of originality and ideas. So let's jump into our discussion about Death Metal. It's the upcoming DC Comics mega event from Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, which is, of course, a sequel to Dark Knight's Metal, which set the DC world ablaze. Uh, not, not unlike... Like, not like the way we burned creativity. It, well, no, 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 certainly not. Uh, although Lucian's live was on fire during that event. Yeah, what's up with that? So it is kind just, of metaphorically just, the just, burning of creativity. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot, uh, you know, that in and of itself kind of like set the stage for DC, but really couldn't. It's funny because it set the stage for what Scott Snyder was going to do with DC, but not what Jeff Johns was doing with DC over at Doomsday Clock and not what Dan DiDio's plans for DC were at the time and going forward. Now, we're in an age where we don't know what's going on, but there are lots of speculations. There's lots of rumors. I don't want to give too much credence or fuel to any one idea because like I said, uh, they're, they're not really substantiated. We don't have mm -hmm. sources for any of them. And if I did have sources for them, I couldn't divulge them, and I wouldn't betray our trust like that. So instead, we're just going to talk about some things that I don't have any particular behind-the-scenes notions about. Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll take a little bit of time to talk about what we do know, where it's going, and what we imagine DC to be going uh, towards. Mm -hmm. Because there are a number of things that we do know. One, death metal was always in the plan. 
We know yeah. that Snyder and Capullo definitely always wanted to do a death metal, a sequel to Dark Knight's Metal. Big mega event. That's clearly where Justice League had been leading up to, mm -hmm. the origination of Perpetua. They set up Perpetua at the end of Dark Knight's Metal. Sure. Launched her during yeah. Justice League, ended Justice League on a really bizarro cliffhanger that mm -hmm. leads directly into Death Metal. Right. So clearly it's all part of the same story arc that Snyder had been weaving, which is, he's not too much of a stranger to that concept anyway. If you right. know Snyder, you know that that's probably to be expected. Mm -hmm. uh, the Hickmanization of comics is mm -hmm. what I like to call it. Where it's like, you set something up about six years ago and then you pay it off right. in a big event. Um, we know that was going to happen. What we also know, or at least what we're pretty sure about, was 5G was going to be a line-wide major status quo shift for the DC intercontinuity universe. Uh, it was championed by then-co-publisher Dan DiDio, who had teased endlessly as he got closer to the launch that it was going to involve the official timeline of the DC universe, that there were going to be generations of DC, G1 through 5, if you will. We know that uh, I would hope so. essentially, <laughs> right, that everything was going to kind of like have happened. Yep. So it was his way of kind of like appeasing those detractors who say that like he throws the baby out with the bathwater. New 52, for example, was very mm -hmm. much like that, where it's like everything you like happened and this, what's coming, the 5G event. And we know that uh, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo were going to do their event and we know that they are not the kind of creators that can be pushed into kowtowing or forcing their event to be altered to make way for the status quo. Mm. But we also probably know that uh, they were under some kind of pressure to do it. Sure. Um, we know now that with the exit of Dan DiDio and subsequent exit of 5G. Seemingly, yeah. Seemingly, and we do know, uh, we've heard a couple of baseless rumors that perhaps any of those ideas uh, that were going to be in 5G, and I've made this comment a number of times, uh, might be folded into other other places. Money was spent, creators were massaged, and yes. stories may have actually been drawn. You don't like to throw that away. No. It's a waste of resources. It is. And if you're going to do, let's say, a story about an old Bruce Wayne and a young black Batman, what better place to stick that than an Elseworlds line? Or, barring that, a black label line. Well, that's where everything goes. Since hey, literally know, everything can go I don't know what to do with there. this. Just put it in black label. Yeah. I wonder if the progenitors of black label had any idea what a catch-all that was going to be. That it would become like the folder you have someplace on your computer that just says MISC. Right. I don't know where this goes. I don't know where this goes. And we literally invent an imprint for everything, but we won't come up with a good strategy for what to do with with uh, with 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 that. Right. Cuz I cuz Elseworlds is a thing. Right. Like you could just resurrect it and sure. you, since you're only selling books to like the small new readers you got 6 years ago, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, 9 years ago or the aging fan base you're constantly selling monthly books to, mm -hmm. might be well received. You know what they'll do? They'll bring back Elseworlds and then call it Black Label Elseworlds. <laughs> Yeah, we got to tie that in there. I still, made Black it's Label. It's still got to be the Black Label book. There it goes. And clearly, if they are considering that, they don't have enough faith in the 5G event to just make it its own, like, ultimate style right, continuity. Right, right. It could have like, been, like, an Earth One kind hey, of thing. Yeah, we're going to shove this over here, and you want to read the 5G continuity? You go ahead. You just enjoy that on over there. You know, it's funny. Uh, none of the stable of creators that they had and have now yeah. who are working on any of the main books mm -hmm. were even making anything for 5G. So you think that you have all these people working on this thing, you know, it's, it doesn't sound too dissimilar from, like, Marvel having Mark Miller, Jeff Loeb, Brian Michael Bendis, and a number of other creators being like, go make that thing over there. Let's go over there. And just, we'll see if it works. Who knows? You know, the fact that 5G pretty much was originated to be a thing that got a lot of headlines and made retailers and the publisher money suggests that, like, hey, you know, why not just do that? I don't, I don't know. know. It just seems weird. Unless they're just like, no, people will get confused. They're always so conf so worried about confusing their audience, and yet they also have fearlessness when it comes to baffling their <laughs> audience. And it's like, that's just the same thing, you know. Nope. 
it starts with a B. Right. It's you're different. Just, you're literally just blowing the minds of your viewers and readers yeah. if you're just doing things. And then, or you're selling your, your viewership short by being like, you know, uh, I don't know, here's something. And they do get it. Like, they do understand it's different and it's, like, not part of the same universe. Yep. You're like, out of all the complaints I heard about the Harley Quinn movie, mm-hmm. nobody said, I don't understand when this takes place. Like, no one was confused about it continuity-wise. So... I know one person who was. Oh, yeah? And it was a person who I know hadn't seen any of the films, but knew that I knew anything about comic books. Right. And it's someone I work with. And uh, I love her to death. She's such a nice lady. Um, but she was like, wait a minute. I don't understand. So, like, she's supposed to be the Joker's girlfriend. Is that that Joaquin Phoenix movie? I'm like, no. No. No, no, no. So that I had to try to explain. Yes. But for, to someone who literally was just letting me talk because she wants to like you know she's like I talk to you about my interests I'll listen to you talk about your interests I'll engage you in conversation sure. not because she was legitimately interested no but just just <laughs> she to... was just being a good person yeah um but like yeah there was there was an instance where literally someone couldn't fathom what those that gem- idea was but also hadn't seen them and i think had they actually seen them yes now again knowing this woman like that would have not like she was her. not going to go see those movies no nah, no that's just not that's not her kind of no. Cup of tea. Not no. her thing. Not her cinematic experience. No, she's That's not going to go on that adventure. But yeah, just like take the risks and do and take your lumps with those risks. Yeah. You know, it's like it's not called a risk because it's easy and because it's convenient and because like there aren't risks. Mm-hmm. Like you can't say you're a risk taker and also be like pragmatic and safe. So. Oh damn! I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> I know exactly. Well, DC sir has. Uh, so Derek M says, uh, "Hey Sal, in your late night show, you mentioned superhero songs, and I instantly thought of the Ballad of Barry Allen." Nice. Yeah. Uh, we thought about doing an Elseworlds about songs that are comic book inspired. Oh, I thought you were talking about like the Fantastic Four, Johnny Storm, no, Lamont song. That is just an abomination in lyric form. Yeah. Uh, to to melody, technically. Yeah. Thanks but it's for not, introducing uh, me to that. No, I'm talking about like Our Lady Peace doing a song about the death of Superman. Or, oh. you know, that they were like that, that being that weird 70s Spider-Man album you can get on vinyl. Oh, like specifically made for that, not yes. just referencing things like Kryptonite. I mean, that too, like, yeah, Pocket Full of Kryptonite is straight up a reference to Superman, but it's more like just using a cultural touchstone to make a point. Right. Uh, or um, I was thinking, there's another Superman song uh, by, uh, what was it? Who was it? You know the the new one. If you if I go crazy, that's not new. That that's not. New I, I didn't say it was no, new. Oh. But like, it was. <laughs> you said uh, that new one. No no no. The, well the the newer one to that. Oh yeah. Uh, around the same time. Uh, oh, it doesn't matter. But the same thing. In any case, that would be the that would be the show. Sure but what, what I really what I noticed was it was all about Superman. Well yeah. You know. Well, it's because like everybody knows him. Right. Well, because he's a cultural touchstone and he's he's a reference you can make right. to make a larger point. They're not songs about like the mythology of Superman. No. No, like not his like, you know, like like his baby and the planet exploded. Yeah. No. Like twang. Right? Like it's funny when like larger media tries to like out of touch use comic books. Like we were watching Kill Bill the other day and I was like, wow. Bill com- Bill slash Quentin Tarantino does not understand Superman in the least. Nope. <laughs> like what a what a what, what that Clark Kent is his his secret identity, his, yes. his costume. Yeah, the Superman is who he truly is. Yeah, yeah, but the reasoning behind it is just completely flawed. In my yeah, opinion. it's what I'm a like, sociopath thinks Superman what? is like. Okay, cool. It's amazing. Oh, but which which if that's the case is like well then you're brilliant. But I yeah. feel like if you're gonna make a comic book reference because that's like one of two mm. that Tarantino makes. Uh, in his entire mythology, mm-hmm. the other one, of course, is Fantastic Four. Uh, in Reservoir Dogs, uh, Mr. Orange is a big uh, Fantastic Four and Silver Surfer fan. Oh, yeah, he has a Silver Surfer poster in his apartment. Oh, which I was like, I remember as a kid being like, "Yay!" Anyway, we're not doing that right now. Do you think that that at the uh, end of each issue of Metal that there'll be like a like rock song recommendation for the reading of that book by Capullo or and Snyder. Well, I will say that apparently there is like a Spotify playlist that they made for you to read, to listen to while you read originally metal. So okay. I have no doubt. But like, I'm thinking like each issue, like There's, they should have some sort of I like, think, this is where we were. Like, yeah. I think in the, I think publicly they can do that, like social media wise, but yeah. I don't think they could print okay. like the names of the bands and stuff. Sure. So, Unless, That's they what get, I would do. unless they get it like done, like, right? But then it's it seems like a weird co- like collaboration where it's yeah. especially if you're gonna be like, I rec- like we're doing a book called Death Metal and I'm gonna recommend Aerosmith. 
Like that's that ain't death metal. Yeah. It's more niche than you think it is. You think you're co- you, you think you're in, and and then you listen and you're like, I'm not. No, I'm not. I know I'm not. I'm not death metal. I'm not at all. Like, look at this. Look at this. I'm barely metal. metal. Like I like some metal bands, but like classic metal where you know like being like a rap fan in the early 90s you know as opposed to like any time after that where it's like there's they they rap slower <laughs> you might be able to participate you know it's yeah no i like like you know metallica megadeth acdc like when metal was coined not, not what metal became yeah uh, Dan V900 says, I'm not looking forward to death metal at all, especially since we don't know what's going on with 5G now where there seems to be less of a direction. I prefer John's direction with Doomsday Clock. That's another thing is that you had competing egos. You had John's who had set up Doomsday Clock mm-hmm. at New York Comic Con like 10, 20 years ago and it's all going to happen and it's like all set up and Snyder and his ego was like, but I want to do this and it has nothing to do with what you're doing and it's just two divergent concepts of where the DC universe is gonna go I, I gotta tell you like I, I am excited to see the visuals of, of death, death metal. metal absolutely I could care less about Perpetua I've never cared about Perpetua and I will only be glad to see her go sure. like she I, and Rogel Czar should kiss at the end of the universe like as it like completely like in, like envelops them in entropy and mass extinction I I loathe those characters they are they they and the the reason why I brought up Rogel Czar is not just because I hate Rogel Czar and he's all constantly on my mind is because Perpetua and Rogel Czar represent the same problem they're overdesigned they're overdeveloped. They came completely unasked. They're unearned. They have way too high a power level for them to exist. Uh-huh. And and like they insist upon themselves. They, they insist upon themselves. They're characters that no one asked for, that the mythology completely does not warrant for them. And yet they muscle, they elbow their way in. And then they say, give me as much respect and fear and, you know, and, 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 clout mm-hmm. as like dark side and it's like no like you did not earn this right and you don't you didn't get to earn it by being mysterious mm-hmm. or by breaking something that someone more creative invented like you broke the source wall to introduce your lame godlike power who's way too esoteric for anyone to actually connect with on any conceivable level and you killed candor to introduce your very 90s Wildstorm-looking character. There's no reason for either of those characters. And there's no... the Except marketability. Except that I own that character. And they're so big that... No, no, no. The readers will have a hard time swallowing them. But you know who won't have a hard time swallowing them? Toy manufacturers. And marketing. I don't think they're going to make a... And movie people. I, you know what? No, I'm not going to say I don't think they're going to make a Perpetua figure. Right. Because they probably There's will. no way McFarlane isn't going to be like, oh, look at how cool she is. She's got these long arms and stuff. There's no way he's not going to want to do that. He, he made the Batman Who Laughs. Yeah. Who's another, like, who's emblematic of the continued problem of, like, look at this thing. No, he made that because Todd McFarlane knows anything about anything in terms of, like, selling a but Todd toy. knows. Plus, it's, like, very much in his wheelhouse. Like, make yeah. it scary. No, I mean, there's no way Todd didn't look at the, the reader response to the Batman Who Laughs and was like, that we're making one. that one. Yeah. Because we gotta, we gotta sell these things. And I think they're the first ones to make a Batman Who Laughs figure, so it's, like, I don't know. That I, I, I believe know. they are, but like not a statue. You need Just, Dan Larson in here for that. One. Right, yeah. <laughs> Go to Toy Galaxy and ask him. But yeah, uh, I, I, I don't like it either. Like, But um, I'm more excited about Death Metal than I am about Dark Knight's Metal because of the potential for the future. I think that in a Dan DeDio-led DC universe, uh, currently, with a 5G direction, with... Snyder's non-involvement in it. Mm -hmm. I think that you would see death metal being the mic drop, so to speak, on Snyder's involvement with DC entirely. I think now that the only publisher at DC is Jim Lee. Yeah. Snyder can just, Snyder just extended his DC contract by like a 10 year margin. Well, Jim's very busy doing the, those charity drawings. And yes. Frustrating I, me by playing World of Warcraft. Which right. was actually like a long, it was like, I don't know how long ago he did it. Right. It was a few months ago, but yeah, like but it was, like, but you just watched it the other day and it was a lot of fun. It's fun to watch him play, particularly with his like, with his he, 17 children. He knows it. He knows his stuff. Yeah. It was just, he, it was, he was shaking the rust off and I was like, God. Oh my God. What are you doing, Jim? That's but said, like, though, but I think, like, I, I do wonder how hands-on he is. 
Jim? Yeah. I'd say he's about as hands-on as he ever was. Yeah. So take that I, as you I, will. Who's 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 steering the yeah, who's steering the sh- steering the ship? And yeah. I think it's like whoever will grab the mast. You know what I mean? I think it's I I, I think it's like let's like Picard, where it's like who grabbed control of the Stargazer when its captain was killed. It's like a, it's a series of small children in a in a long trench coat. Yes, they're just trying desperately. That to... is a perfect metaphor of what DC Comics <laughs> seems to be. There's just no there there's no there, yeah there's no rhyme or reason and and it's like funny because there's a lot of like synergy I hate to say synergy but I like hate that word. there seems to be a lot of it yeah like you know with respect to I saw that a, a metric apparently fifty three percent of their digital like readership went up thanks to DC Universe's involvement of like adding digital books sure. to their lineup and people were like boy wouldn't it be great if you could make it uh, international imagine what the numbers would look like then yeah and no. it's like yeah it's about rights but you know. But it's true, and I, like I, I, I hope that they can figure out a legal workaround for that type of thing. I agree. I was gonna say something. Well, it's just about the synergy um, with DC and how it's like their branding is really on point, and yeah. like. Oh, maybe I was gonna say like sometimes when you like hit this sort of like oh my gosh what are we gonna do it's that like zero hour <laughs> nah. um that like people can be their most creative not always and no. it's not necessarily the best way to work but there are some people i don't happen to i.e marvel i was gonna say i don't know anybody like this oh yeah who like literally like when it's like the last moment that's when all of a sudden you're like oh i have a great this idea is what this is what i'm doing yes this is how this is going to be done and i, I nailed it and yeah. it's like str- like stressful and horrible and why would anybody do that to themselves but it's yeah. like maybe in this instance where it's like okay we got to get rid of this event we're not going to do this anymore what are we going to do where are we going to go from here and like maybe in this like time of chaos yeah they'll be able to come out with something where it's like, okay, this is actually a, a decent direction. Well, and they couldn't have picked a better time to completely screw their entire, like, pooch because then they got a three-month reprieve. Yeah. They could literally just be like, okay, let's just get into a Zoom meeting and go like, okay, what are we going to do? Well, first of all, let's change our background seven times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brian, stop it! <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I do think that they had an opportunity to, like, come up with a plan. Yeah. And then execute that plan i i i hope so i hope like, so too really because do. that's the thing is that like what was so disheartening was right when dan didio gets fired that's when he makes a goddamn timeline for dc that's when you do it not 2011 when you launch the new 52 when you need a timeline when you need a roadmap you yeah. do it now yeah well it's like you know hindsight's 2020 and that's like he decided they were going to do something like well and i think it also fed into his agenda but like you know we're there now yeah and and, and you know they're not going to keep it because you know like it's too it's too much whenever you get a change in the the guard you don't like you throw away all their aesthetic Mm -hmm. you change the window drape the dressing you you do everything you don't keep any of the things they did but yeah i'm disappointed as well by the uh by the, by the direction because dan b 900 said again i reread the i reread the dc new frontier and watched the film adaptation where i would much rather see dc be like that with the tone even though it won't happen the current direction for dc just disappoints me if you could figure out what the t- current direction for dc is i'll give you a dollar because i have no idea what the direction is but i will say it seems to be uh, a free-for-all because death metal is just like make scott snyder and greg capullo happy here's an event that makes them do whatever they want and literally like the end of justice league's run was just the whole universe is going to get rebooted right are you for real like you can't just shoehorn in a reboot into but you can because it's called flashpoint but anyway uh Kevin Kruger says, did y'all hear about the Audible series starring Sandman with an all-star cast and it will be the first three volumes. Swamp Thing will be on the CW. Hope you're doing good. We are, Kevin. Thank you very much. We've heard yeah. all about that. Yep. Um, I think that Swamp Thing being on CW is a hilariously great idea. I'm like, are you kidding me? Right? That's where you put it? That being said, like, hey, maybe people people will watch it. Sure. And then they'll be like, why did this last episode end up so weird? Yes. Like, everyone is going to be confused by the, like, direction and the rapidity, or, like, the rapidity, uh, the, the, the quickness yes. of the episode. Like, yep. all of a sudden it's like, eh, we're done. Right. It's over. What? Yeah. It, it feels like you should have had a few more episodes and then we go to the next season. Completely. Oh, and they're never going to know. No. Because they won't look it up. In terms of Sandman, like, yep, all-star cast. I love Neil Gaiman's death. I desperately wish he wasn't narrating it. Yeah. He's, yeah. That's just me. I just don't. I mean, who better to narrate, his, like, his own work, but the creator of, of the world and the story? i just not a fan. Right. His voice is fun to, to hear talking, but yeah. 
It's it's not an orator. I yeah, and I just I feel like it weirdly doesn't fit all of the tone. Yeah. That that same man can have. Yeah. So I don't know. Troy Harness says, uh, "Hey, Comic Pop, I have a decent Elseworlds pitch. It involves a war between Oa and Krypton. After the Guardians order Krypton's destruction, there's a lot more details with Clark and Hal. What do you think? Sounds cool. I'd read it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, uh, yeah. I don't know. Krypton, like, I, I like the idea that Krypton was just Earth. I mean, like, it's because they didn't have superpowers. No, they, they barely had they space didn't. travel. That's true. They didn't. So it's like, <laughs> you know." <laughs> This is accurate. Right? So it's like, I feel like, you know, like, why would they be at war with anybody? You know, they, they also had the, uh, whatever, the, whatever Maxima comes from. Um, I'm, I'm blanking on that. Plus you got the Daxamites. Like you have a bunch of like neighboring planets that have similar type. Like you, you, they're a dime a dozen is what I'm saying. So, but I like the idea of at least like making them like there being like a secret thing. Like, there was a secret war between Oa and Krypton. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why Krypton was destroyed. Although, again, I like the mythic nature of it. The less I see of Krypton, the better it is for me. Like, when they were like, oh, look at Krypton and look at their mythology. And, they're you know, they're like sexless eunuchs like the Jedi. are. It's like, no, like, don't show me anything about Krypton. Mm-hmm. Krypton's dead. Like, Krypton's job is to blow up so <laughs> Superman can show up. Like, he had one job, Krypton. It, it's like, I don't want to know... About, like, whether Thomas Wayne was cheating on his wife. I don't want to know about, like, those characters exist. I don't want to know about, like, what Uncle Ben did for a summer job one time. Have, I, I just, those characters are there to die. Have they ever done a, no, I guess they haven't, never mind. I was going to say, an Elseworlds, and obviously not a crisis in which, like, you know, someone went back in time and stopped Krypton from blowing up. Right. So Superman never came. I feel like there has to be a couple of those stories. There has to be something like that. Like, it has to be. Definitely yeah. in terms of Elseworlds, where it's just like, yeah, he's not here. Right, we don't have that guy. Now what? They did a, I mean, in, in Flashpoint universe, you know, like he's, he he crash lands in Metropolis instead sure. of Krypton, but like, and there's a thousand of those. But yeah, you mean in Gotham? Gotham was it? I don't know. I thought that was that was speeding bullets. Oh, and I'm talking about in Flashpoint where it's like it lands in the city instead of in the country, oh. and so they put him underground, oh, 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 oh. and he like he's not big anymore. Sorry, because you said instead of Krypton, I was like, wait, what? Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, Lawrence Perry. Hey guys, wanted your opinion of the digital comics reading experience, specifically panel by panel. I like reading it on my TV. Keeps telling those tales. We'll do. Thank you very much, Thank Lawrence. Uh, I like. I mean, I like reading them on my computer screen, but I guess I could enjoy reading them on TV. I've done it a couple of times, but I haven't done it in a while. And I like the guided view. That's the way to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is kind of like it takes away your reading experience because it's someone else like guiding your ability to read. Like it, it's their decision as opposed to yours. Well, but, I mean, like it isn't. It isn't. It's like that's the natural flow of it. Yeah, but there are some uh, there are some stories that I think really benefited from the guided mm-hmm. view versus the reading experience, where it's like I, my my the tension was preserved and like the the spoiler wasn't revealed from mm-hmm. like just your eye f- f- of a fraction of a second fluttering to the next page and, and completely yep. interpreting everything that you saw. Yep. Um, so yeah, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy the digital experience. I don't like reading on my phone. I need to be bigger. I do. And I, and I do that a lot because it was like convenient for me. Like if I was at work and on break and totally. I could, you know, just grab it and go. Yeah. But I do like reading comics digitally, but I still enjoy reading them physically. I, I, I am not spoiled on it. Um, but I am spoiled on the, on the convenience of digital reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Sanchez says, any theories on who the three jokers are before the issue comes out? Either way, love the show and hope you guys stay safe and healthy. You too, Alex. Thank you very much. Uh, no, I don't have any theories about three jokers. I have not wanted to be spoiled or surprised. Like, or I only want to be surprised. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I don't think that they are anybody. Like, I don't think that like it's going to turn out that like one of them is the secret son of Jim Gordon and the other one as as much as possible. I really want to be surprised and 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 delighted by it. And I hope I am because I will say like I've I really enjoyed Doomsday Clock. Like I enjoyed the reading experience. I enjoyed those twists and turns and surprises. Yeah, and that's a that's a you know, and I'm I, I'm loving the pages from Fabric that he's posting of Three Jokers, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Especially because like that's another unfortunately that's another thing where it's like that changed because Didio left and because of Five G, and I don't know for the better. Right. And I'd like to know what the original ending was going to be when I get the to the ending, so that I can judge for myself whether it's better or not. Yeah. Um, though. I, you know, I, I'm one of those people who loves the death of Jason Todd. I think it, like, adds to and deepens the Batman mythos. Yeah. And so, like, to find out, you know, when you see the page of, like, him not really being dead or, like, the alternate, all, like, you know, the alternative, um, it's fun 30 years removed from the event. Yeah. I don't know how how excited I'd be if, like, I could, if I was reading my collection of Death, of, death in the Family for the first time, and at the end there's, like, an alternate issue. Yeah. Like, I think that would cheapen it. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to just read Three Jokers, enjoy the experience and then later find out what they were going to do and see if that was better or not. Sure. So I don't have any theories. You? No. 
I, I, to be honest with you, I so have not even been thinking about it. Right? Well, DC's done an excellent job of making people not excited about anything related to Three Jokers because they've been delaying it so goddamn much. I think what it is, and, like, once it comes out, it'll be a different story, but, like, for me, like, it's just, like, things are coming out, things aren't coming out. Like, you know, we're going down this way, we're not going go down that way. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. just like, just put the book out and then let me judge it for what the story is. Completely. No, I agree. Like, let me just have the book. Yeah. Uh, Christian Pereira, hi. Do you, you were thinking about Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. Yes, thank you. That's what it was. Three Doors Down. Wait, was, which one was that? The one, If I Go Crazy, Will You Call... Will I said Crypt... Oh, okay, yeah. That was the one... Yeah. I was thinking, yeah. Oh, okay. I called... I said, yeah, the Kryptonite one, but I oh, didn't Oh, then that was, was the one. Kryptonite. Well, because there's also Pocket Full of Kryptonite, which I was mentioning earlier, which was, um... I just am so not familiar with song like I just don't have that capability. Right. There's something weird about my brain and how it's connected where I'm just like, ah yeah, I know this tune. Yeah. And I have no idea what the name of the like the band is. I have no idea what the yeah. name of the I song am, is. I'm was... naturally wired that way. Oh. But I forced myself to at least learn some of these things because I wanted to look cool in front of people in high school oh, that I knew yeah. were cool. I, I never knew I knew I was never gonna be cool. So there was no well, reason I, to I, 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 I didn't I knew that too in my heart of hearts. No. Uh, super comic fanboy 616 unsure what's in store for 5g what i heard from bc sounds neat but then i'm just not going to enjoy but i'm just going to enjoy the 90s age of apocalypse style radness from death metal that's the idea is it's just going to be like an alternate reality that's like neat yeah that's what i'm saying like i am truly looking forward to a lot of the visuals and i'm hoping the story just like lives up to that because i think kapoor is going to knock it out of the park totally. honestly and it i'm sure does. scott's going to bring his a game as well but i'm honestly more excited for the art that comes out of it yeah they've almost defeated perpetua i think six times in a row so like for us to get to the point where they're going to defeat her again i, I guarantee you there's going to be at least three times in death metal where you think they're going to win and then they don't i really hope that this like series yes does some sort of like nod or like makes you want to go and read the justice league run because i'll be honest i'm going into this no like knowing that i read maybe uh, the first several issues of it we did the back issues on the first part of it um and then that was kind of it and it was kind of just like hearing you chat about it i was like i really have no interest in reading this no um and i and i'm almost afraid that you're not going to need to have read it I think that's almost certain. And like that, like, I don't know why that bothers me. I didn't even invest time or money into right, it. Right, but, but like knowing... That bothers me for yeah. some reason. And like, maybe it won't. Maybe there will literally be something that like, people who did read it will be able to It'll get give you, I think some you'll have, subtext. Yeah, I think a it. little bit, yes. And like, that, I, I hope so. I truly do hope so. But there is nothing in the Just League run at all that even comes close to the visuals and the seemingly the tonality of Death Metal. Yeah. So, all right. It's just a sequel to Dark Knight's Metal, mm. with Perpetua in it now. <laughs> oh, and do- oh, uh, and don't forget the Batman laughs. He's also going to be in it. Sure. For a change. Yep. Uh, Super comic fanboy six sixteen said that already. <laughs> uh, Dan V nine hundred says I'm looking forward to the conclusion of Deceased Unkillables mm-hmm. this week and Deceased Plan- Dead Planet. I don't love the art in Unkillables. Me either. It's completely in not. It, it's it's not part of the like. It doesn't wor- it doesn't work for me. Yeah. It's consistent and it's its own style. But I, tonally it, it doesn't seem... Doesn't fit and it's not something I find visually good. Yeah. Like, I don't like it. Okay. But I get it and I like... That's... You know, people talk about that. They, they asked me that question recently where they were like, what's a story that you're still reading despite the fact that you don't like the art? It's Unkillables. It's just, I can't not read it. But that's a good... Like, that says a lot about the story itself. That's right. And like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure someone digs it. I know they do. Um, because he wouldn't, they wouldn't have a job. Mm. Super comic fanboy continuing. Also, Chip Zdarsky DC stories. I can't wait for August. I know, it's true. Zdarsky's doing some DC stuff. Oh. I know. And I thought he was exclusive at Marvel, which changed, which hurts me deeply because it means that, like, Marvel didn't do their due diligence to keep one of their best writers (laughs) exclusive. Maybe they don't believe in exclusivity. You know they do. I know. (laughs) Um, Maybe Chip Zdarsky's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not a one company man. He's not. Man. Like, I mean, he, you know, Zdarsky's cool because, like, when he was doing Peter Parker Spectacular, he did his run and then he ran out of stories and so he just quit the book. Like, he could have had it. For, he could have had it all, but he was like, I don't have him. Like, I don't have the story for it. 
No, and I'm not going to push it. I wonder what he's going to be doing. I, I, I remember, I think it's a tie-in with Metal for now. Oh, okay. Uh, Danby 900. It's going to be awesome. I don't like Snyder's Justice League run and Metal with a story that set up others. I'm with you on the visuals of Death Metal, uh, Tiffany, and both Perpetua. Right? Like, I just, 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 just I don't know. Like, yeah. No, the visuals are cool. Yeah. I don't care about Justice League. I don't care about Perpetua. Yeah. That shows. makes sense. That, like, because, like, this seems like a summer blockbuster totally. kind of thing. Yeah, I, if I were them, I'd release we're, it immediately. Where it's just like, it's over the top. It's like, don't actually get your popcorn because you'll ruin your book if you get a physical copy of it. But you, you know what I mean. You get you get the drift the yeah. gist of what I'm trying to say where it's like, mm -hmm. don't think too much about it. Yeah. Unless uh, he could totally like sideline. Oh, uh, I agree. Side and I'm, with this where it's like, I'm hoping. Because yeah. I want it to be great. Where it, and because I wasn't a big fan of metal, yeah. I know that, like, you know, maybe he'll be like, oh, here's something even better. Like, you know, he'll he'll basically do that, but better. Right. I mean, like, I would just love to see him kind of have fun with it and then also weave in a little bit of, like, you know, either something you're, you're really going to think about or, like, you know, just, you know, something a little deeper with yeah. it as well. But, like, not make that the, necessarily the main focus. Like, right. let it exist and let people find it if they'd like to. Yeah. But, like... This feels like... Be what they're kind of selling it as. Yeah. Uh, Rab L, Death Metal should be visually great. Look what they did with Metal and kicked it up a notch. If it's the culmination of their story, I can't miss it. Yeah. And that is something, too. Like, if it truly is that, like, you know, here we go. Yeah. Um. Then, like, or, like, you know, farewell for this, like, chapter of our story. Totally. I, I would like to think that they're going into it thinking that. And, exactly. And I, or have, because there's no way they're still working on it. No, that's right. <laughs> um, Maybe. Well, yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing is that one of the things that I was going to make, well, that I've been talking about here is that, like, I think that now that DiDio's gone and that Scott is kind of like one of the top, like, the you know, a steward of yes, DC's that, future. That it will, because they said they had to change it. And the, one of their taglines for this is it all matters. And they're incorporating, like, Dr. Manhattan and, like, the Wally Westified Dr. Manhattan. See, that's what, what? And so I'm thinking that, like, it went from being. It went from being a pitch for the future of DC mm -hmm. to it being sidelined into a summer blockbuster that's kind of cool yeah. into, I think, the next direction for DC. Mm -hmm. Like, Snyder's like, oh, I guess I'll stick around if you're going to let me completely change Wait. what the DC They're like, we're going to let Bendis do it. <sighs> <laughs> it's not the best idea. Uh, not, that's not what I would do, certainly. Um uh, Paul Baker says, with the recent movies, uh, Apocalypse War, and stuff like uh, YOTV, The Infected. I don't, I don't know what that stands for. But I'll think of it in a minute. It feels like DC wants nothing but WWE and Injustice fans as their <laughs> audience. They certainly have like moved into a direction of like appealing to not all demographics. And I know that certainly, I know that like when you made that when they made that comment earlier about like DC New Frontier, and about like the hope mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Um, you know, that that kind of like, as a kid, when I grew up, Marvel felt real and DC felt idyllic. Mm -hmm. And there, there's nothing wrong with that. No. But, uh, you know, as a kid, it appealed to me a lot. Uh, you know, it being like the world outside my window, it being like real. Yeah. Everybody being fallible because I was like, ooh, it's, it's, it, it feels more adult. It felt yeah. more gritty. Well, it gives you that, that moment of like, I could... I could be a hero here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could thrive here. Are you kidding me? Uh, but I feel like the... Um, it, I feel like now we need DC to be more idyllic than ever before. Mm -hmm. And DC has kind of like moved into this weird place of being like desperate for like, like adult oriented relevancy. And it's yeah. like, if you just like Batman, yeah. Like he did the bow to see and he had a dumb car and he had like, and he has like a little kid in booty shorts and stuff like that. Like, but like, if you like look at the story it's a pretty dark story. And mm -hmm. if you tell it honestly, you get pure stories that can have horror, but it can have joy and it has all of it. And like, that's what happens when you have like the templates for everything. Wonder Woman, the most like iconic female hero of all time, Superman, Batman, same dill. And it's like, you, you could just let them be iconic and let them dictate the, the tone of the thousands of stories you can tell about them. It doesn't have to be pigeonholed into one place mm -hmm. but it feels like dc is like we found success if we dedicate our marketing towards that demographic yeah and as long as we hold true to that we will guarantee this amount for our revenue stream and it's like don't forget you tell stories for a living and that the, there are a million or more people reading these things like 
that that people that there's a there's a wide range of folks. Right. And if you are trying to get those new readers, you're not going to get them if you're only appealing to the same audience you keep selling to, or the same audience that you keep marketing towards. Mm-hmm. You know. So, Viv one hundred two or VV one hundred two says back issues Doomsday Clock. One day I got to get the the trades together. <laughs> uh, I don't want to do them uh, in floppy, and I don't have them in floppy, so I'm waiting for the hardcover. And the second one doesn't come out until June. So, you know, we'll get we'll there. See. Yeah. Te- uh, Tevia, will death metal retcon Bendis' is garbage? No, it will not. Nah. Uh, Kevin Myers, it's been a minute since I sent you money. Uh, oh. Heart you guys. Thank, Thank you, Kevin. You. You're very kind. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the heart. I, I was literally in my head, like, I'm like, how do you... Is it... Is it... Nope. No. Yep. Yep. Yay. Yeah, I, I did it. Dan V900 <laughs> back saying, talk about delays. Remember when Batman Catwoman was solicited? I'm sure the game-changing status quo is still happening. I roll. Clayman's a great artist, but being that slow certainly isn't. Um, yeah, no, well, okay, well Batman Catwoman's going to be its own continuity. So, like, y- you don't need to worry about it. Like, they don't have to change a thing about Batman Catwoman. The only reason why it was delayed is because everything got delayed. Yeah. Like, and because Clayman takes forever. It's worth the wait. I love Clayman's art. I Not- just can't get over that that's his name. I know. Well, I'm sure it's a stage name. Uh, but still. You know, like, Jim's up. That's not his real name. Fine, but like, Clayman? I know. Clay man. <laughs> uh, I, I will say I mean, that... I that is his name. His, his art needs to match the tone, too. Like, it was not... Like, there were a couple of great moments in Heroes in Crisis, but otherwise it was like, don't draw it like that. Don't, ma- don't, don't have Lois be sexy during that Watchmen scene. Don't have Barbara Gordon, like, have sexy trumpets playing while she's showing you her bullet wound. That's not sexy. And I don't, you're not, you're not trying to titillate. You're trying to make people upset. Um, Galeb Overton says, with WW's... Caleb? Yeah. Oh, I, no, I, I heard something else. Oh, Caleb Overton says, with Wonder Woman's <laughs> catchphrase, it all matters. Do you think that DC is trying to go back to the rebirth concept of merging all the timelines? Stay safe, you too, Caleb. Uh, I think that it all matters is a wink and a nod to say we're not throwing everything away, um, but without like the like the rebirth like plan. Like the plan for rebirth was it all matters, and we're putting everything back. In, right. Like we're bringing back hope or whatever. Um, but like then they used Tom King and Bendis and Snyder to kind of like undercut all of it. Yeah. And I feel like this is their way of being like. It's not that it all matters, but it will all matter. Like we're not like it, it's more like an apology than you, it is a a tagline. You think so? Yeah. It could also just be a clever marketing ploy that gets those who were excited about the idea of it all matters. Yeah. On board for this. Yeah. Like to trick the rebirth crowd into coming back. I'm not saying that's necessarily what it is, but I'm just. I hope it is. I mean, like I hope it. I hope it does matter. Right, but like I and I hope it isn't what I'm suggesting that it's just like a way to be like. You know, whatever. I like, mean, it really doesn't, but, like, screw you. You're going to buy it like, anyway. Whatever. I got your money. When I saw It All Matters, the first time I saw the tagline for All Matters, it was next to Dr. Manhattan. Like an like a, like a Capullo drawing of Dr. Manhattan. So, yeah. like, for me, I thought it was saying, like, right, like, after Doomsday Clock finally came out, um, and everything was changing and everything was upheaval, in upheaval, and clearly the end of Doomsday Clock did not mm-hmm. become the reboot that it was obviously going to be. Mm-hmm. I think that people were like, fuck you. <laughs> like, you you went in this direction, this direction, this direction, you picked none of them. Mm-hmm. Like, and why did I even bother waiting three to 20 years for Doomsday Clock to come out? Like, if it didn't matter. Right. And so they're saying, no, 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 it does. See, look, we made Wally West outfit blue. Or look, Doctor Manhattan's is like drawn by Greg Capullo. He won't. He'll have shorts in this book, though. No way are they going to be that ballsy, because death metal's going to be like, yeah, it's death metal. It's hardcore, but no schlongs. Well, no. Because then it would be, be because then it wouldn't it'll, be a black label book. It'll be that thing that, that he thing wore he wears in the, in the movie. Yeah, and in the comic. Does he wear it in the comic? Yeah. Well, when uh, he's like meeting with the Minutemen and stuff. Right. Like, right. Right. When right. he had modesty. Yes. Or he when he had false modesty that he put on for the other people. Well, it's not. It's not even false. It's not even modesty. Though. No. It's, it's just. just it's, 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 a, it's common courtesy, is what yeah, it is. It's respect for. His it's face. unhygienic, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, Pugsley 2000. Hey, Silent Tiffany. I know we're Hi. talking about DC, but what's your take on Hickman's X-Men so far? My take is I'm going to be in a lot of trouble when X-Men comes back because I have forgotten a couple of things. Certainly. Um, the last time we checked in with with our with our ex friends, yes, our Krakoan neighbors, right? Uh, I, I I think it's cool. 
I, oh no, I definitely think it's cool, and like I am a hundred percent on board for the mystery of it all, and, yeah. and to see what like the status quo ends up being for the X Men and for their future, and in particular for Moira, right? Um, and what timeline we're really in, that kind of thing. I'm very excited about that. But I, like, I really yeah. do like like exploring the idea of the mutants, like civil or culture as a like superpower in yeah, the world. Definitely, like that's that's a really like interesting take on it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I can't say anything better. That's 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 where I am more or less as well. Thanks. Um, Tanner Matheson, Sal, to learn what Williamson is leaving. Sad to learn. Oh. Sorry, I see my name a lot. So <laughs> sad to learn that Williamson's leaving Flash, but interested that he re-signed for a DC contract. What book do you want him on next? Justice League. Uh, he'd be great in Justice League. I don't think he's gonna leave Flash. I think he said like because he's ending his run on Flash. Right. But there's like four more speedsters that he could write about. I got uh, Wonder Woman. Oh yeah. He'd be great at Wonder Woman. I got it, like, because he did Birthright, so... Yes. Like, I'm, I'm thinking he could maybe tell a pretty cool Wonder Woman story. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, he did, and he wrote Batman Superman, which, if it wasn't connected in any way with Batman Who Laughs, I would have been very excited about. <laughs> um, and when he was on with Darrington, it was really cool. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, I'd love to see him on Justice League. Wonder Woman would be great. Um, I think that you're probably not going to be surprised to see that he'll be on another flashback after this. I might also just like like see if he'd be willing to or interested in it because it's so not what I've seen him write, and that doesn't mean he can or hasn't written something like this. It's just like I have a very like limited catalog knowledge of his work. Yeah, but, like maybe a Green Lantern. Um, yeah, I think it'd be cool with that. I mean, just see what his take on it might yeah. be. I mean, you have him, and he's good, and he's consistent, and it comes out on time, so, yeah. like, why not put him on something interesting? I just said a Green Lantern, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it doesn't matter what Green Lantern. I don't know which one. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a dog in that race. No. Uh, Paul Baker says, Wonder Woman, it all matters except for the things that don't, and have fun figuring out what that what those are. Yeah, that's exactly what it's good. That's DC. That's just the lyrics to the death metal song. Yeah. Right. They should have commissioned a couple of songs. Like when they're making Dark Knights metal, they should have had songs like They should have gotten like, you know, like a, like a metal band to put something yeah. together. I suggest The Devil's Slayground. They were a band that did the uh, theme song for a, a cartoon on the internet many years ago called Clock Suckers. Uh, and they are hilarious, and I know that they're up. Right. Like they did a, they 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 up for doing that. Yeah. So you know. Who's the original composer for Doom? Bobby Prince. Yeah. But it would be like, bam, bam, bam. No, you get like he can write it, but yeah, then you get, then you like, get like an orchestra, an actual like. You know, yeah, a band. Like get like he'll he'll just write something that sounds cool. Yeah, then... but Bobby Prince also like ripped off a lot of Metallica. So <laughs> I'm just saying like he'd have to listen to another person's that's music fine. to make it cool. But that's it's like you're not gonna get Metallica to help. Yeah, I'm surprised they're trying not uh, they're not trying to find a way to um you know be like wait well you can't call it death metal right yeah how will how will Metallica wet our be wet its beak no. on this whole thing no Jack O'Connell hi guys I've been it's been ages since I caught you guys live hope you're both. Hope both you both and Ethan and Ben are well. I'm jealous of your Spider-Man and MJ Doctor Strange art. Um, yeah, man, it was a, it was a uh, original commission. It was a gift. It was a gift. Yeah, we didn't we didn't commission it. They made it, it, irrespective we, we, we of us. We were surprised by it. Yeah, but it's us as those characters. Yeah, it's I love fun. it. I love it too. It's great. That's why it's up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm jealous. Well, I would be jealous of it if I didn't already have it. So, thank you very much, Dad. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed whatever I just said. Yeah. Um, so yeah, with, with that in mind, I mean, like, I, I, uh, what do you, what do you think death metal is going to go to? Like, uh, do you think that Snyder is going to be like, cause I'm worried that death metal is going to just dovetail into the next status quo, as opposed to it being like a kind of like ending that sets things up for the next guard or for more people to take yeah. over. Like, I, I feel like it's going to feel like, like, I'm concerned it's going to feel like Dark Knight's metal where it's like when they had dream show up. You were like, oh shit. Yeah, like this is This is this is this is this is gravitas. Yeah. And he's like not really in it. No. Like he's there to be like, Scott Snyder has Neil Gaiman's email address. And then the book ended. Like, that's basically it. Like, because he doesn't play a role in that story that is in any way like and instrumental. Where, it's not warranted no, for him to be no. on the cover of issue four or whatever. Well, like there were like connections. Yeah, there were like, connections. They, there were legitimate connections. It's just unfortunate that like they I, didn't go far enough with it, and they easily yeah. could have. Yeah, because it's like legitimately because of who Dream is right now. Like he has ties. He's 
Carter Hall's grandson. Yeah, I know. You know what I like, mean? Like, it's just like, it's all there. And like, it just, and they didn't go there. It no, was all because the, he didn't want the book to be about that. It was about Batman and Superman. But like, it wasn't. Like, you, you lied to everybody and said it wasn't going to be that. And it was. And by the way, I love those moments. The Batman and Superman moments I are great. Too. No, I, I, don't get me wrong. It's just funny that you were like, and we'll put him in there. Yeah, and also too. this. And it's like, the fact that you're putting Dr. Manhattan in there is, ba it feels like it's going to be the same freaking thing. Where they're yeah. like, where Dr. Manhattan's going to pop back in and be like, I'm not gonna help you. Like, I, I, it, yeah, technically, it, Doomsday Clock did happen. Right. Bye, and then leave. I was like, like, I'm like, what random thing will he pull in? I was like, trying to go back to Sandman. I'm like, nah, he might be like, nah, I did that. Yeah, yeah, I did, did that. that. Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have Well, he put be... Starman in his Justice League run. Yeah. So, like, he already did that. Yeah. Right? So, we got that 80s property. Yeah. I, I've always been, I've been saying this since New 52. Okay, here we go. Preacher. I bet. How would no? You ready? No. You ready? I okay. got it. No. The Saint of Killers will be in it. See, I wish the Saint of Killers had been in the Dreaming. Well, yeah, that would have been awesome. <laughs> like I wish it had been him instead of the the Judge. Yeah, yeah, that would have that. That's Whatever. like what a waste. Like that's it's right there. It um, was right there. It's right there. Um, but I think the Saint of Killers will be in it. No way. No. Because I've maintained since New 52 no. that they have no reverence for their Vertigo properties. And so what they would do is they would put Jesse Custer on the Suicide Squad. No. That, like, he has a little bit of the word left in him. And that he can, like, kind of command people if he tries hard enough to, like, do what they want. No. That's, that's the kind of schlock that Scott Lodell would have easily done. And it would have been like, oh, CBR would have shat themselves. Rich Johnson would have choked on the burrito he was eating. No. And it would have been like the end of everything. And then it would have sucked. No. Scott no. Lodell and Brett, and Brett I, Booth give you Jesse I, Custer on the suicide squad. I was going to say, like, if it, if, and like I, my pitch was that it was going to be a Sandman thing. But uh -huh. I don't think it is. No, because, no, because they did Sandman. We did, did, man, we already did Sandman. We're not going to have it be at the end where, like, they shove Perpetua into the realm of destruction because nobody's guarding it anymore and she could just be in there and sure. just get messed up. Yeah. Or, you know, they'll do, like, some really crappy literary thing where it's just like, oh, and it was all in Destiny's book. Uh, and she's trapped in there. Mm. I think it's going to be, you can't. Well, hang on, hang on. Yeah. But like, what I was oh, okay. going to say is if it weren't for the fact that someone already recently used this character. Right. But he might be like, nah, dude, nobody knows that. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Or Not like, my book. Yeah, exactly. I was like, what if they pull in uh, Tim Hunter? Who? Books of Magic. Oh. I mean. I, but I, he literally like was at that beginning of that. Um, Sandman arc. Or no, Hellraiser. Uh, Hellblazer. Hellblazer. Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Pinhead will show up at the end and yeah, be like, sights to show Perpetua, you. I have, come on, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into your look. Yeah. I got some sights. Right? I'm going to show them to you. I, I, I honestly think <laughs> that it's going to be more obvious than that. I'm sure. Like, I think Death will be in it, too. I really It's hope called not. Death Metal. I know. I think she'll be in it. I hope not. She's going to be dressed the part. She's, she's, she's based off of Tori Amos. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Tori Amos is not a Death Metal not listener. Not at all. <laughs> but I, I think Death will be in it, and I think the Saint of Killers will be in it. I would love the Saint of Killers to be in it. I just don't. Me too. I have, I love Preacher. Just... It is its own thing. You could say it's a multiverse where Preacher technically happened, and also this, we but it happened over here. Just have him, and it would be fine. That's all I want. Like, but you know, it's not going to go further. You yeah. know, it's going to be Cassidy, or like, because I was worried because originally I was like. Because when I when I originally pitched my like Suicide Squad idea, I was like, "Oh, Cassidy's on the Suicide Squad," but Cassidy is not a vampire anymore, and I really wanted to preserve that whole thing. Right. So I was like, "Oh no, it'll be De it'll be Jesse," because that's more horrible. <laughs> that's a worse idea. No. But yeah, I, I uh, yeah, Santa Killers and Death will be in Death Metal. That's what mark you my think? words and Dark Manhattan, obviously. You don't stop with that. You know why? Stop. Because nobody that. wants that. <laughs> because that's a the worse idea. I kind of want is the Santa Killers. Because it literally doesn't make any sense. Like, I would love to have uh, John. I don't want to say his last name because I'm going to get crap for it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's Constantine. It's Constantine. Constantine. Con the old Hellblazer there. Yeah. Um, he'd be like, you know what? Oh, yeah. Real Constantine. I got, I got, I got, I got a guy who could help us with that. Right. <laughs> like, I'm calling a favor. You should, John would die if he called the Santa Killers. The Santa Killers would just shoot him in the face. No, you, you do it from like far away. Yeah, you'd have to like, oh, he'd find you. <laughs> no, that's the arc. That's the new Hellraiser arc, right? Constantine. You said Hellraiser. Oh, Hellblazer. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's because now we got this great couples book of yes. Perpetua and Pinhead. Right? 
perpetuates Pinhead. They just die. It'd be great. They can get monogrammed things. It's real easy. No, no bear, bear with me. So God, Constantine summons yeah. the Saint of Killers. Yeah. Looses him into this event. Yeah. Everything gets reset. Mm-hmm. Except for the fact that the Saint of Killers now knows that John Constantine awoke him. Yeah, he blipped him. And so the the next Hellblazer arc yeah. is that the Saint of Killers is looking for John Constantine. Right. He's just hunting him down. And Constantine keeps, like, episodically leaving places, like, just trying to keep him one step away yep. from the, from the Santa Killers. <laughs> All right, I would read that. <laughs> and I think the other thing that lends credence to that is I think they've used the Saint of Killers in DC before. Have they? Yeah. That I think seems right. I think they've referenced him before. That's right. I mean, they've used Death, too. Well, Death, yeah. But, like, she she was at funerals with Batman. Like, <laughs> No, but you know what I mean? Like, they've, like she's been used. So yes. like... Uh, Kenneth Dowling, salutations, good people. I'm feeling good and blessed to be, and wish you the same. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. You too, man. Uh, Sal, what do you, would you say about DC and Marvel? What you say about DC and Marvel is interesting. Batman is my favorite superhero, but Marvel is my favorite universe because I relate to it more. Yeah. Same deal. I love the I love the DC universe like objective uh, conceptually. Yeah. But I prefer Marvel when it comes to like their cosmology and their and and their mythology. Yeah, I mean, I feel. And like, I correct me if I'm inc- like wrong here, because the fact is, like, my favorite character from Marvel is someone who can easily like fix everything. You yeah. know what I mean? Right, but doesn't. But doesn't, and but like, I always feel like with DC, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, you still have a god. Right. Yeah. There's god exists. He'll never stop. Read up and away, or up in the sky. <laughs> oh, I haven't. I know. Do we uh, have it? No, they didn't bring it back. Well, they suck. I have it in digital. All right, I uh, Kevin Kruger says, shouldn't Wonder Woman also have a connection to Dream because of his mother? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I guess it depends on the continuity, though. Well, yes. you know it's going to be the most convenient one, so probably. <laughs> he wanted to do the metal thing. That's why I picked the, the, the connection specifically to, 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 ha- to Hall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Denton Films, would Snyder bring in American Vampire? Maybe. That's how you yes. get um, Cassidy. Yes. Oh my God! Where's that? Where's that chapter? I I fell off the American Vampire bandwagon, but I, I do love. The he's book. bringing it's, it back. Like he's bringing so, back American Vampire. It's so, so like beautifully drawn. Yeah, it is. It's so Simon Spurrier or is nah, that uh, Raphael Albuquerque? Yeah, it's Albuquerque. Uh, Weeby and Gigi, Tales from the Dark Multiverse is is that gonna play a factor in Death Metal? Totally. Yes, it will. Because the, I think the idea was Tempest Fugonaut was like looking oh, for heroes right. from that universe. That. So I think they'll, you know what they'll do? Uh, here's here's how they'll do it. That entirely. They'll do the same thing they did in Death in Dark Knight's Metal, where it's like, you remember that that tie-in with Professor Bobo and all the other people, like, and all the other Batman and stuff, like, and then they show up for one panel and that's it, one big splash page. Yeah. That'll be what you have in Death Metal, where it's like all the Dark Multiverse heroes that they collected will show up in one big panel, and you'll be like, oh, I'm rewarded for buying all those all those books. I think so, yes. But, I, like, moreover... Wait, did, he, did, did they ever find it? Did he find I, I, somebody? I stopped reading that oh, okay. fucking series. No, I was like... After one of them, I was like, I'm out. Missed connection. Looking for hero to save Dark Multiverse. Yep. I was watching you, but you couldn't see me. Also, you were, like, morally ambiguous, and I don't know if you're really a hero or not. <laughs> Bernadette Ewart says, uh, Speaking of Sam and Tiffany, do you have a favorite collected version? So I have a lot of different incarnations of it. My favorites tend to be, and like not necessarily, like when you say collected, I don't have like a huge like omnibus. I do have one of the annotated versions of it. Yes. And I do really like it. I strangely have a really hard time with the format Mm -hmm. because while I love it because it gives you the page, it's only in black and white. Yeah. Um, and it gives you room on the side for the additional information. When you have the book open, it's like very unmanageable. It is, yes. Um, it's very much you need something to put it on in right. order to read it and not damage it. Yeah. Um, but I do love that version of it. But my favorites always tend to be the original colors. Yeah. Like, yeah. as much as sometimes they really did fix some things, there is just something so gritty yes. about the original paper it was printed on and, mm-hmm. like, the original coloring of how it, like, it's just, just something about it. I just love that so much. Yeah. Um. So, like, I accidentally have a lot of different copies of things because yeah. I bought a lot of used versions of them, mm-hmm. Um. trying to make sure I have all of the, like, original color versions yes. of them. Um. Yeah, that's my favorite. Right. Uh, Cape Joel reminded me, yeah, it was Yo-ho. an all-star West- western uh, that Hex said he knew the Saint of Killers. He knew him, sure. I like that. That's fine. I find it hard to believe that Jonah Hex... Was not killed by the Saint of Killers. <laughs> not, I agree. Nothing against 
Mr. Hex. Yeah. I'm just saying that, like, I find, like, maybe he knows of him. Yeah. I, oh, you mean, like, West, like, you know, like... Yeah, like, Western West. theme. Okay. Yeah, comic bandwagon, just wanted to pop in and say Perpetua is a pinhead, is the funniest thing I've heard in a while. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you, comic bandwagon, for your support and for enjoying that little zinger there. Uh, so, yeah. I guess I, she kind of is. She has got like, her own little group where, uh-huh. like, Cenobites come. Uh-huh. You solve the puzzle thing. You you solve the source wall, and I came. Yeah. She That's sucks. what they gotta do. You just gotta go out there, get get some bricks, mm-hmm. put it all back together. I'm gonna throw out this. I think it'll end with them locking her in a new source wall. Maybe. And that she'll be like the source wall. Like that. Like the source wall will start with her, mm-hmm. and they'll everyone who keeps wanting to get past it will just add to it. Right. And eventually we'll rebuild the source okay. wall. Okay. All right. Because I've literally not been keeping in touch with too much dc unless it's a hill house comic a magic based justice league book and or magic based john constantine pine right. book where the hell's dark side right now yeah that they, they should just pull him out and like make dark side be like i'll make the ultimate sacrifice i'll just go punch her a whole bunch uh, right <laughs> i don't know because i've seen him in too many books where yeah. he's all I want from Darkseid right now is for them to just permanently put him in his original costume. Because, like, that Jim Lee design sucks. I, I am straight up imagining him, if he is around, just, like, being on Apocalypse and then being, like... This How come perpetua- nobody's talking about me? Well, yeah, but also being, like, they're like, uh, Lord Darkseid, this perpetual thing is becoming a real problem. Yeah, yeah let me know how it goes. It'll, they'll figure it out. Yeah. I don't really want Once to- she's the last one standing, I'll just hit her with my Omega Beams. <laughs> I would love to see that. Yeah, that's right. He, they put him on Just League Odyssey... And he like he was like sexy like <laughs> it was really weird. What is up with that? Yeah, They're take like, a character that's like big take, and cool and metal and then make him sexy. Because that's not that's not because nothing like is the main man gonna show up in this? He better. He there's no reason not to use Lobo in this. I'm sorry, I'm like all over the yeah. place now. But as soon as you said making them sexy, I was like ah oh, like Lobo. Yeah. Um, and then I was like yeah, he's got to ride up. Right. Yeah, no. Lobo, there's a, th- a few things you need in this book. We've named them all, and Lobo. And Lobo, because why not? Yeah. Not that I want him to die, but Lobo's the kind of character you bring in there to show how, how, <laughs> how, how dire serious. things are. Yeah, he's like, who's your, you know, who's playing that racket? I'm gonna friggin' oh no, my head. <laughs> Pandemobi 93, uh, I must be weird, because I don't find relatable to be huge necessity in my fiction. I just want interesting characters and plots. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a prerequisite for everything. It's just a thing that was appealing to me as a kid. And, you know, as, as just... I as I finish my point, like, you know, with DC, yeah. uh, I, I like the more, like, big, oh, yeah. you know, it's not, not big, but, like, the more, like, uh, you know, open-ended, like, you know, idyllic, you know, as, a, as an adult. Like, yeah. more, you know. Yeah. No, you're not weird, and uh, neither no, are just, we. It's just literally what you are looking for in a story. That's why exactly. there's so many types, as I've said a thousand times before, because everyone's looking for something different. That's right. Uh, Rab L, any particular Hill House book that you would recommend? Yeah, Plunge. <laughs> Paul Baker, Darkseid, has his has his Kirby design back in Just Like Odyssey. Good. Nice. Good, because I, I loved seeing it back in Mr. Miracle, Miss yeah. Jared's. I don't think anyone's done it better, except, of course... Darrington on those covers, yeah, uh, but I did love Andy Kubert's version of him in Superman Up in the Sky, uh, which was just the same thing. Like, I, it was I, just I real. Still dis- I know. I'm just saying, like yeah. Andy Kubert, awesome, uh, but original Kirby design, even better. I like Andy. Yeah, he's so good, Andy Kubert, man. From Batman Predator to Up in the Sky, you, you, you can't friggin' you can't go wrong. Yeah. But uh, listen, we want to thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Oh. That's where we are. Like that's where we're going. I think that like the future of the DC universe is going to be. Dictated by Snyder. I will say, I'm, like, I'm excited. I'm, I don't oh, know. we got more. So oh, nice. We'll Hi, we're not, we're not going anywhere. All right, we'll stick around for a minute. Hello. Uh, hello, Lucha Dandy. My dream ending for Death Metal is Lobo giving Rogelzar a wedgie while calling him a try-hard nerd. Yeah, that's mine too, buddy. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Yeah, I don't think Bendis is going to let that happen, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, no. I, but... You know who could do something about Lobo but won't? Mixie. Yeah. Or not, wait, did I say Lobo? I meant Rogel. Yeah, Rogel's are. Rogel's are. Yeah, yeah Mixie would get rid Ro- of him. He'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. No. Yeah. No. One of my action figures got loose. That's got, That's my guy to, to torment. Yeah, what you, are you, you doing? Get out of here. <laughs> Go away. I'm going to put you in a sun. Uh, Tardis Man 85, Rogel's are, shows up on his bike. Am I cool, you guys? 
No! Get out of here, Rogozar! You, you're lame. I hope he's in Death Metal so that everyone talks about how lame he is. That would be amazing. He's just like... He's just a butt monkey of the story where everyone just like pantses him. He just rolls up next to them. Yeah. Like, Me too, you guys. Look, I got a cool tattered cape. You know, I broke a, I broke a helpless city of, of, of depowered people in a bottle one time. Wow, that's pretty, that's pretty metal. It's pretty metal. If metal sucks. Peanut butter dimples. So it's just re just re reread Wade and John's as Wally West. Imagine a DCU that felt lived in with a sense of history. Legacies mattered, and Wally often reminded readers that he'd someday pass the mantle to Bart or Jesse. Things move forward. It's crazy. I know. That was. It's funny because, like, you know, in the 60s and 70s, they were like, oh, just keep going forward faster. Put everybody in college and make them adults. And, and then it was like, at some point in the 80s and 90s, they were like, pump the freaking brakes. Well, I think back then, then they were like, there's no way it's going to last. Right. Like, they didn't see that, like, it could last for this long. It's true. Um, but uh, I am very happy about that era. Yeah, the Wally West era in particular. The characters that didn't sell very well or that, like, were, you know, fan favorites, you could do more with. You could get away with it more. You didn't have to preserve the status quo. Because, like, as long as there was somebody who had the same build and costume as Barry, it meant you could just keep putting them in stories and nobody would complain. Uh, but yeah, I love, yeah, those were, those were the times I would say probably like, like the nineties was like the time when you made the most flash fans. Kevin Kruger says, I want to see the heckler in death metal. I don't. God damn it. Well, there, there, he could be the guy. Yes. Who's like there to show you how dire this yeah, situation is. They killed the heckler. <laughs> I would love it if heck, I mean like, listen, heckler, you know, there was an idea there. Uh, if Giffen is involved in death metal at all, I hope he shows up. Because at this point, I have no, I have, I saw, oh God, Rogelzar is coming. Everybody look busy. Um, <laughs> oh God, there he is. It's like when Pierce shows up at the study group. They're like, oh like, no. Hey, hey guys. Hey. Oh, we missed the, we missed the community table read. Damn it. It was an hour and a half ago. Damn it. I mean, we missed it live. It's going to be preserved for all time. That's fine. I don't need to see it live. Yeah. That's fine. But uh, anyway, Take now we're going to go. We want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you haven't already, subscribe, like the video. Join us uh, over on twitch.tv slash comicpop to watch her play Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, you were really progressing. I was yeah. like, I had to slow it down. I was, 50, <laughs> I was like 50% through the main story. You're like, already? I'm like, ooh, okay, let's go do some side missions. Let's, yeah, Let's yeah, go yeah. find the man bat. Ooh. Kind of sad. Oh, yeah. They did a good job. Good. Like, oh. Man bat should be sad. Yeah, also, Harvey, good screw yourself, man. Oh, yeah. uh, follow Tiffany on uh, Twitter at the Real Zoobs. Follow me at, at, at Sal Says What. And we'll see you guys next week with an all new episode. Of course, stay here for more on Wednesday. Uh, obviously, Invincible will be on back issues. So Ooh. if you're interested in seeing more indie books, I mean, barely. This one was special. This was a it charity. Was. It was a charity for uh, comic book stores to to maintain their uh, you know their viability. Yeah. And uh, for that, we'll see you the next time. Of course, we'll have more on the twentieth. Uh, we'll have uh, we'll have uh, JMD Mateus probably. Um, the thing about that is that if that's going to be live, I might have to release back issues either on Tuesday or Thursday. So I'll, I'll yeah. decide, but, uh, but keep it and keep an eye out. If you subscribe, you'll know all the updates. And of course, join the discord. If you want to continue the conversation mm -hmm. from there, uh, thank you everybody for being here, for watching. Thank you, especially to our super chatters for sponsoring today's episode. And we'll see you guys next time with all new episode. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. So long everybody. Bye guys. <laughs>